second. Yeah, 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 I'm coming. Hold on. Ron? What are you doing here? There's something I need to tell you. Are we alone? Quick, grab anything you can. We gotta go. Is there a back door? They're coming. They're coming. Oh god, they're here. Go. Damn this wicked planet. Welcome to the Wicked Planet Podcast, episode 138. We are coming at you once again from the Haunted Garage in an undisclosed location known to nobody but myself and Ron from the vast misty hills, rolling tides, lakes, streams, forests, and where your dreams always go to shit because it's a desolate tundra of snow and below freezing temperatures. Well, not yet, but soon to come. It's pretty cold. Tonight in studio, a special honorable guest making a second appearance. We know him as the grumbling, mumbling, guns blazing, carpet munching, fisticuffs, blue collared, in- Instagram influencer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> The AR mechanic. What's up, you sexy animal? Welcome to the show, I guess. You heathen, slime ball, scum of the earth. I feel like I fit right in now. But before we get to all that, you know him as Ron from New England. Others know him as Jugs McGee. Some as patient zero for the STD. <laughs> Crabs. <laughs> Woo! But his friends and family know him best as the man who Bill Cosby idolized. Not for style, if you know what I mean. Taught him everything he knew. <laughs> Ron, what's going on? <laughs> so Buckley's in rare form tonight. What do you mean? I've had a couple of these... Uh, Wicked hazies. These wicked hazies. It's pretty, you know, for... I don't like those. What the... What's your fucking... What's your problem? I don't know. I just don't like them. They're 6.8. Um, they got the wicked in them. Super hoppy, right? No. Not really. Oh. Not for an IPA. For an IPA, it's actually pretty uh, pretty light. Just not a fan. Well, maybe you should become a fan, Ron. Okay, so I want to welcome my buddy... Woo! Mr. Dave, the AR mechanic on Instagram, the Instagram influencer of the year. The blue collared. 
blue Instagram. Check, blue, blue check mark. Blue Whoa. check mark even. Well, what I do you think to, that prevents my account from getting shut down because I'm paying for that. They yeah, don't, they right. don't give you that. You have to buy that. Yeah, what is that? Like eight bucks a month? Or something I thought like maybe that? fifteen. I thought maybe you had to wow. suck somebody in stick, but you didn't have to do that. No, just do that for the heck of it. That's <laughs> just for fun on the weekends, right? Or, or maybe like a random weeknight where you're if you're bored. Yep. Nice, perfect. <laughs> All right. So my buddy Dave, the AR mechanic on Instagram, took time up? out to get in his car and drive to the haunted studio. And like last time, he drove right by. He's a uh, <laughs> yes. He's a New Hampshireite, though. Well, that means I have a hundred percent success rate on missing it. You know, I meant to tell you, Dave, that uh, the GPS doesn't really hash with this neighborhood for whatever reason. Well, no. The thing is, you I almost drive by the garage all the time because there's no fucking light. Yeah, there needs to be something pointing like at a, that yeah. car. Or yeah, under the sign, under the car, the yellow car, or over the car. There needs to be a light, you know, or something because. I've almost drive by it. I almost drive drove by it tonight, and I've come here all the time. It is time. dark on this stretch. I'll give you that. You, you know, when we first put that car up on that pole, the town. Well, first the town tried to tell me it was out of uh, code. What? And I proved to them that it was. Oh no, the town didn't like that at all. It's your property, right? You should be able to do what you want with your own property. I agree. So, so anyways, they said it was in violation because it was over thirty two square foot per side and i actually showed them that it was not so they were like oh okay uh do you plan on putting a light on it i said well it's wired for a light but we haven't we haven't done that we haven't illuminated it yet and they're like (laughs) okay it's okay if you do but it can't be any form of blinking light you gotta just wire up the headlights Ooh, that would oh, be cool. Yeah. That's a that's a real good well, idea. Well, to be honest, I got to take that thing down and restore it. Or is that a real car? That's there? a real car. What yeah. is it really? Yeah, it's a 1958 NSU Prince. So you could get the headlights and tail oh, lights I could. working. Oh, I could. Yeah, dude. But right now, AR mechanic, that's perfect. Right now, it needs to be repainted, and I'm going to have to put that on my to do list come spring. And I should have done it years ago. I can get up there. Just get me a ladder. I'll paint it. That has been up there since I was 18 years old. Damn. It's a landmark. So it's old just like you. Uh, But you know, my lights, I have lights on the outside of the building that back in the day I paid a lot of money for. And they're shit. We've put new bulbs in them. I had my electrician friend check it out. And it's just something with the... uh, Whatever sensor works inside, it just it doesn't work. So, but now, of course, oh, like they got motion all the, sensing lights or something. Yeah, no, they don't uh, last very long anyway. No, they weren't motion, Dave. They were uh, uh, sunlight. Yeah, the, solar. Yeah, the the little no. the little no. piezo sensor is in an amber colored bulb. The amber glass milks out, and it can't detect light anymore. Yeah, so I got to. But now you have so many different options. Oh, I got you with like the. Uh, just the LED night lights, and I think that's what I'm just going to do. LED night lights, yeah, and they're cheap. Cool. Yeah, Ron, yeah. I do have to bring something up though. Okay, what do you got? Have you ever seen the movie Primal Rage? Either one of you? No. <laughs> not sure if I have or not. Well, this movie is all about the Samasquatch, and it's Santa Squatch, Samasquatch, the old Samasquatch, the old Sasquatch, Bigfoot, and. Ron, I thought about you when I was watching this because that's probably the only reason I watched it was so I could tell you about this movie. But you should go check it out. It's essentially this 
whole film about these people that kind of get like stuck in the woods and there's a Samasquatch hunting them. And it's sort of like very low budget. So it kind of has like those porno uh, styles of shooting. Do you know what I mean? Probably they're oh, off week. Does the Samasquatch bone that chick? Well, okay, so well that's the thing. So this whole it's this whole movie it's sort of shot like a I actually saw a porn that was that was the whole thing. <laughs> it's sort of shot like a porno. Like sort of. It's got like cuz it's so low budget that it has like the weird cinematography and angles and the acting's like it's like not very good but not not terrible. Um and there's this weird scene where they like allude to the chick being boned by the Samasquatch because he has her as a captive, but they never actually show it. And the entire time they like allude to nudity, but they never actually show it. But the film is surprisingly fucking gory. What is it rated? Like they show some real gore. I'm talking like, like some saw shit. Like, it's not real old either, is it? It's not. 2018. But you should go check it out if you like Samasquatch. Don't watch it with little G or any kids because um, it's very violent. Yeah, she don't need to see that. And I don't really know. It, <laughs> it just reminded me of you, Ron. Well, thank you. That's very and his, nice. And his primal rage. It's you very, know something? Primal. In all seriousness, there was a... Uh, old story about a Samasquatch up in the Canadian wilderness. That raped a bitch. That went into a, I want to say, a tribal village. Yeah. Where was this? In, in Canada. Oh, Canada. Okay. Kidnapped a chick. Are we sure it wasn't a hockey player? Brought her, <laughs> right, brought her back to Samasquatchville, Ooh. which is... Right down the street from Whoville. Nice. And ended up getting her pregnant. They had, I want to say, a daughter. And the daughter, when she got a little older, made her way back to the... uh, Back to the village. That was a Samasquatch, right? And uh, it's a really super interesting story. And uh, maybe something that uh, we can look up and see if I can drop some links to that story. But, yeah. Well, you know, there's, like, in Alaska, there's these old stories of, like, whole villages that basically, uh, like, people had to desert because apparently there was fucking Samasquatch attacks. And, like, people going missing and tons of people getting murdered or being missing or being found dead. And they all attribute it. Attributed it to, 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 to Samasquatches hmm. attacking the village or like abducting people or taking yeah, people out. There's actually a pretty recent documentary called The uh, Killer Alaskan Bigfoot. Is that what? Yeah. And, okay. uh, and it's on Discovery Plus, And I want to say might even be on Hulu. Anyways, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty creepy uh, because they actually went back to that village uh, and it was a fishing village where they actually had like a cannery there and the whole nine yards, and they totally abandoned it because of that. So that's another interesting story. Did you see the newest video that came out of Samasquatch? 
they had so they had that one in Colorado where it was like people were going on the train, right? Yep. And they were like it was they're going by a mountainscape and there was like something walking. That was like not that long ago. And then they had this other one of like it was supposedly quote unquote uh it was a cam trail that was set up around a crime scene. So it was supposedly supposed to be Yes, I did see it. It was supposed to be like uh, police video from this cam trail. You can see this red tape, blah, blah, blah. Then you see this like wild man, Samasquatch looking motherfucker kind of like sitting there. Ripping trees out of the ground. Well, that's the thing. Like he's sitting there. You can kind of see his face somewhat clearly in comparison to like a lot of the Samasquatch videos that are fucking around everywhere. Um, And then he starts picking up trees and fucking hucking them. And the thing is like you know, I showed this to somebody, and they're like, "Wow, that's just like you know, someone in a fucking costume, blah blah blah." And I literally was like, "Okay, first of all, those trees weigh a lot. Like, you couldn't just pick those up and smash them down or throw them. Like, you guys have worked with trees, right? Cut shit up. I'm assuming often, right? So it's like you know." They don't come right out of the weight, ground. Weight even is a, weight. Even a yeah. branch that's skinny like this, right? Maybe it's, uh, what, six feet? Or not six feet. <laughs> six inches or less, but it's long. That can get pretty heavy if it's long, right? And you're trying to maneuver that, and, and you're not going to You aren't be, throwing it. You're not going to be able to just whip it and throw it. You're going to have to pick it up, throw it over his shoulder, pick it up with two hands, carry it, whatever. But like these these tree trunks or whatever, they're I think they're dead, but still they're like uh, I don't know at least what would you say that is six inches in diameter, eight like, inches. Yeah, it's probably like eight, maybe nine or something like that, and pretty fucking long. Like they're like dead smaller trees, and whatever it is, maybe it's fake, maybe it's CGI, blah, 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 whatever. But they're getting they're, those babies are getting whipped. They're getting whipped around, thrown around. So I don't know. Oh, maybe it's fake. Maybe it's not. You've seen it around. What do you think? You've I, seen it? I saw the video. I saw the video. Looks pretty legit. Yeah. And because a human being, even if you're the size of Andre the Giant. Be hard. Probably not going to be able to do what right. was portrayed on this trail cam. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. And then, how did how did we get on Samasquatch anyway? Because I brought up the 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 uh, the movie I watched, Primal, Primal Rage, Rage, where there may or may not be some Samasquatch rape. Definitely a lot of gore. Definitely a witch. Um, but this brings me to another thing. And Dave, I'm gonna I'm gonna point this question to you. Yes, sir. Because you look like you know a lot about the subject. <laughs> <laughs> the giant the giant doors that have been going around. Oh, my God. I know nothing. You know nothing about nothing, giants. Nothing about that. That really? is not my area of expertise. Uh, Ron, giant doors, what do you think? I only Familiar need five foot it? six for a door. Five foot six. What do, you, what do you think about it? There's this whole viral clip of a guy. I mean, it's not the first one, right, of giants or giant doors or, or, or mountain doors that are opening or whatever. It's not the first one, but there's this whole viral one going around of a door. What do you think, Ron? What do you, what do you got? Where yes. is it? Yeah. Uh, Shit, I forget. We could. So Switzerland has caves for millions. They've been doing it for almost a hundred years, digging caves. Yeah, like the Swiss. Yep. Like they're like doing that now. They've been doing it for over a hundred years. Oh, okay. 
so they can put most of their population underground if they had to. Damn, that's a move. Well, I mean, they find those those uh, ancient, like I guess, ruins that are essentially like underground cities, right? I, I don't. Somebody get... found one recently. Well, they find them broke it... through their basement floor or something and found miles of tunnels. Yeah. Right, they find them all over the place, and like <clears throat> I guess. Um, you know, they can host like 50,000 people, like 60,000 people, and it's not that crazy. So, I don't know, Ron. What so, do you giant think? doors. What do you think about the giant door? I want to say it's in the Pacific Northwest. I'm not absolutely sure on that. Or it that actually, sounds right. Or it might be in uh, British Columbia. I'm not sure. Uh, we could probably look that up real quick. But yeah, it's viral all over TikTok. Uh, you can actually drive right up to it. And it's the side of this mountain, and it looks like it's a granite, kind of a granite face cliff or whatever. And they swear to God that this there's a door that opens up, and there's a giant or a giant Samasquatch that lives in there, right? Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah. You you actually got to hike up to the door, but you can drive, like, right to the spot of the cliff. Right, and you can look you up can and see, see it. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean... So I mean I know that we we know about the underground dumps and whatever and obviously cities and levels under cities and there's obviously the whole lost ruins where they can house you know fifty thousand people whatever yeah that's actually kind of similar that's what it kind of looks like what Ron's pulling out no I just had it hold on but so we know they can house like in Oregon they found ruins that can house like a shit, a shit ton of people. Um, and then, you know, there's all those old stories about, like, how there's, like, the ant people. Do you know what I mean? That was from the Hopi, actually. And from the Hopi. And then there's, like, all this uh, the stories about how giants, you know, that once roamed the earth. And there's the giant battles. And there's all these old pictures, whether they're fabricated or not, of giants. But how a lot of the giants went uh, into these mountains. And that's where they reside. You know, there's a story of the giant that was found in the Middle East. There's stories of the mountains and giants around here. Here's the video. Let's see if we can at least pull the audio out. Ooh. Hold on. But anyway, so there, but there's also this whole thing that like mountains are petrified giants or there's yes. also like here we go. the whole like giant creatures too, like King Kong, crocodiles, giant whales, you know, all that stuff is supposedly petrified animals. I've, I've seen that with, like, the, the cinder cones in volcanoes and people trying to create it as, oh, it's the base of a big tree. Right. But it's not. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Let's let's try this again. Okay, let's try it again. Testing. Oh, what the fuck? One. All right, tubers and footers, we have found the infamous giant door here on Oregon, Courtsville Road. And there's something that I'm kind of noticing straight out the gate. Is it does look all like the a moss door. On that, what would be called a door, wouldn't be there if it was sliding regardless of which direction. Eh. So... Disagree. I am intrigued, though. Definitely intrigued. So we will be returning to this location. But we are here on 11-11. The portal door opening day of all. So 
We'll see. All right. First of all, I no, got Let's see what this one says. Oh, okay. <laughs> drone. This music. Oh, this is the drone footage. Yeah. So somebody went up after the the guy originally posted the video, the guy with the beard, and they filmed drone footage to get in really close. And then there was other people that went up to the door to try and check it out. And then there was one guy who even was able to rappel down the door. He got that far and then rappelled down on a, a slack line um, down the front of the door. And, you know, there was a weird thing where, like, videos, they're, like, people are claiming, because he has, like, a GoPro on while he's rappelling down, that they see a human skull, like, in the footage. I'm just saying. Just saying. I don't know if it's true. I don't know (coughs) what's what. But that's what is going around the interwebs. Let's see if we can do this one again. All right. This is the one. That thing was open. It opened completely up, and then it closed back up. And there's a little slot in it right up there. You can see that little slot where it looked like somebody was staring out of. Dude, giants are freaking real. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) Right. So this guy, like... Interesting story, nonetheless. No, he there. He has other videos. He he explains a little more, but there's also that weird ass hole in it too. Weird that, asshole. The weird asshole. Right. There's a weird hole, like kind of you know where someone might be able to look through and whatnot. I don't know. I just there's so many old stories, even as far even in antiquity, that talk about giants. They talk yeah. about giants. They talk about giants in uh, the book of Enoch. They, you know, which they call the Nephilim. They talk about giants all over the United States. These burial mounds, and uh, you know, and we all know the story how the Smith Smithsonian comes in, and they say, "Well, we're going to take these bones for safekeeping," and then they disappear. Right? <laughs> we'll keep them for ourselves. Yeah, interesting subject. We'll have to revisit that and do a show about that at some point but you know there's a connection i think between giants and samasquatch the old samasquatch like for sure yeah for sure yeah i'm definitely open-minded to that because i am a samasquatch believer uh as well as i am a you know a, a extraterrestrial alien believer i just Something inside of me tells me there's something to it for right. sure. You know there is a Samasquatch erotica. <laughs> oh my god! So it's all about sounds you know, wicked hazy to me. Sasquatches having sex with humans. Well, I as, feel like that's a good Christmas present that I'm going to get you. As one I of these Christmases, as I a said Samasquatch before, lady. <laughs> no, an erotica novel of Samasquatches. <laughs> Banging out people. There is lots of stories, oral histories, and whatnot. That, Conalingus. That do talk about that. Conalingus histories. There was a show. <laughs> check this out. There was a show on Sasquatch Chronicles quite a while ago. Yeah. Where this old lady was sharing her home with a family of Sasquatch. <laughs> and this one guy used to go to her house, and she introduced him to all of them. And he said on Sasquatch Chronicles, there was a young female Sasquatch, and she was built. And he even said... Double Ds. That he would have had sex with that particular Sasquatch, which to me just fucking makes me... What a fucking weirdo. Makes me cringe. God damn it. All right. Enough about the Sasquatch. Not into hairy chicks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so anyways, let's get down to the business. I got my buddy Dave, the AR mechanic from Instagram, came up to the studio to talk about some interesting things. Not Santa Squatches uh, or Giants. About what he has. Uh, no, but that's relevant. Has, 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 a relevant. Lot, has a lot on his Instagram feed. A lot about, uh, of course, you know, the uh, the you-know-what, the jab, uh, side effects of that, blood, uh, blood story, uh, stories about blood. And, organ harvesting. And where that's coming, organ harvesting, Placenta all this other stuff. harvesting. So, uh, so, Dave, where do you want to start? Because it's... Uh, what gets you hard, Dave? Really interesting subject. My wife. Oh, um, Good answer. Blue-blooded American. Red-blooded American. I would suppose it's it's the preface thing. It's the herd management, people understanding mm. how herds of animals work and what I call the attack on a hundred fronts that we we tend to focus on individual pieces, the vaccine or this is happening, child trafficking, all of these components feed into the same, the placenta harvesting is another good one. They all feed into sort of the same play. Agenda. Agenda. We can we can use that. So we go back to the herd management real quick. Um, I have chickens. If the chickens come out in the morning, I give them treats. They know Ooh. every morning is treats. If they're not out there, the treats are gone. They don't challenge the fence because the food is inside the fence in much the same way that we witness now humanity being herded into you know behavioral control food control we're working towards digital currency full digital footprint the internet of bodies which segues into other pieces of nanotechnology but the, the basic premise that we are being managed as taxable livestock and where that, from what I witness, what I pick up, what I research from a couple people, that that herd management is far beyond, oh, shit, they're going to control our money. Oh, shit, they want us to drive electric cars. Like, that's part of the fence. Yeah, yeah. But what the fuck is the herd for? Mm. Yeah, is with, where is where most of this leads. Well, a lot of people think that like it's all about money, right? A lot of people think like the the elite people that are, are the the chicken feeders or put up the fence around the chickens are they're doing it for money, but they're also doing it for control, power, right? Sure, but yeah, how, I mean, how long does it take to spend a trillion dollars? Right, but I I, I think like. Um, you know, I think it's something more than that. And what the more than that is, I'm not 100% sure. Because elite people, they have money, they have power. They can pretty much do whatever they want. So, And they you, have been. Right. And so when you ask, like, what what is it for? What does it go into? It, I, in my opinion, it has to delve into something beyond necessarily the physical, I think. I don't know. The physical of the money, of the control. The money and just the power, because they already have that. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. How long does it take to spend a trillion dollars? Lifetimes. But do you get... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying, Buckley, and... And I and I guess the thing is is uh, Dave and I had t- actually talked earlier, uh, or maybe a day or two ago, where uh, you know it, it, in talking about herd mentality, right? Not just herd mentality, but 
But what what the whole uh, what the whole plan is 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 to maybe get people paying attention to one component of the big picture and not put the pieces together. And that's kind of what you have done, right, Dave? Because that's what I'm attempting to do. Yeah, you have some some, people have picked it up. You have some uh, some theories that I think are pretty spot on because. All of these components put together as a whole, I think, really shows us what the actual agenda is. If people can put them together. Right, but this is what he is doing. So, yeah, yeah. So, so it's almost like it all boils down to something that we've talked about before, uh, you know, and not to get into transhumanism or, uh, you know, eternal life. You know, downloading your consciousness onto a server somewhere where you live forever. But it is kind of in tune to life extension. Maybe not uh, eternal life, but life extension. And when you put all the components of uh, what they're injecting into people, where all these kids are disappearing to... The human trafficking, which is kind of, you know, same thing. And something that you brought up that just really kind of blew my mind was something as simple as the umbilical cord harvesting Mm. and how this is all connected. And these things have huge monetary value to the people that need it and people that want it for life extension. Do you want to, and, and, and I know, and I know that's a lot to like cover or whatever, but, but that's kind of the premise of what you, what you're looking into, right, Dave? Yes. So, but that brings us back to the trillion dollars. What's 50 grand for a placenta full of stem cells. Right. So what's a thousand placentas full of stem cells. So, Part of what I did the other day or went into shedding light on is the fact that, you know, there's a lot of uh, bodybuilders or people with ligament damage, other damages that can afford stem cell therapy was what it was designed for. That a stem cell is essentially a cell that can become anything. So, again, in, in the case of an aging cell or a broken cell, if you can inject stem cells, which they've been doing for decades now that you can replace the aging or broken cells. Like repairs it, right? Pardon? Repairs it, right? Repairs it and or replaces it. It will go into the place that it's needed, or you can inject it into the place that it's needed. Like Like, if you had an injury. Okay, let me me jump right in, Buckley, right there. okay. Okay, so everybody that's listened to the shows knows that I've got a hip that's junk, right? Yeah. And... I've been told, you know, you know, lose a few more pounds and we can replace that hip and this and that. And for whatever reason, I can't mentally be okay with that. And I know it's not a big deal. All of my friends have had it done and all this other, you know, all these other people that all oh, this doctor's fantastic, et cetera, et cetera. The problem I have is the same reason why I put off four or five years getting my intestines fixed. In that case, 
I was actually on the verge of having a rupture that could have been deadly, right? So, mm. so a, a hip needing to be replaced is not, in my opinion, a deadly thing, right? No, but so, it's painful. It's extremely painful, and the play, and the pain is fucking exhausting because I'm in pain twenty four seven. It's just whatever days, maybe the pain is more negotiable than other days, right? So, but just what Dave was saying with the stem cell repair, right? So I've, I've been going online and doing a lot of research, right? And, of course, we know the healthcare system in the United States is 100% broken. It is 100% purely for profit. They just don't give a shit about you. It's synthetic. Self-perpetuation. Yeah. Self-perpetuation, but it's also synthetic. Right. But Based what, off of holistic methods. What they want to do is saw off the end of my upper leg bone. <laughs> Put a new piece in there with a new ball, ball and a new socket in my hip, and bingo, bango, you got a new hip. You'll not have that pain anymore. Well, you won't have pain because the the titanium or stainless or whatever they're making this part out of doesn't have those types of nerves. So yeah, you're not going to feel any pain. But Will you feel anything? I, probably not. But so I did a lot of research in. And there are clinics, and I actually think I heard about this on the Joe Rogan show. Not to pump Joe, up Joe again. Joe we, Rogan loves stem cells, so what he is, can afford them. He can afford them, right. and he's a huge advocate of them. If you have money, it's probably a good solution. All right, this is where I'm going. So he had a friend that needed a hip replacement. I want to say he was an MMA fighter. Even had gone to a clinic in Mexico. And I want to say it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't like what you would think it would be. No, Mexico's five to ten grand. Okay, typically. so I'm I want to say it was around five grand. Yeah. So uh, it might have been eight grand, but he goes to Mexico and he gets stem cell treatment on his hip joint, and in a matter of months, it's 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 repaired. It's it's. You know, I won't say it's like new again, but but it's like it's it's regenerated. It's 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 back to maybe what it was like when he was a teenager. And and I'm thinking, you know, I still have this hard time with them like cutting parts of my body off and throw them in the dumpster. Right. I, I just do. I I just I just I'm weird like that. And and I'm thinking to myself, and then, you know, if you listen to the morning buzz like I'm like Buckley and I do, and maybe Dave does on occasion. Nope. They talk about well. They talk about one of the ad, one of the sponsors of the buzz is a place called uh, QC Kinetics. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's what they do. I'm not absolutely sure on that, but they have a, a way to heal your joints without replacement. And Stem I, cells aren't legal, I believe, in the U.S. So maybe it's a different type of therapy they have. So every most of the time, every time you hear about someone doing stem cells, it's outside of the U.S., um, which I don't know, doesn't really make sense to me, but I don't think they're legal in the U.S. yet. But doesn't mean that they won't be. And you know what's weird? So bringing up Joe Rogan, he's a huge advocate of stem cell research, which, you know, I don't know. Take that as you will, knowing Joe Rogan and the elites and the whole you know system of information control and narratives and whatever. Take it as you will, but also like upon, uh, uh, along with stem cells, 
he always brings up this narrative of in our lifetime, we're going to be, we're going to learn how to reverse aging. That's another thing that he says, which, you know, I think can coincide with stem cell research. Um, Does. Right. It does. Not can. Right. So I don't know. It's just weird when you hear like, uh, because he's like obviously the biggest podcast probably in the world. So I think, you know, I'll say it again until I'm blue in the face. Like I listen to his show. Lots of people listen to his show, but that doesn't mean I take everything he says as like uh, gospel doctrine, yeah. gospel doctrine. I also am unwilling to just not see the sides of uh, propaganda or narratives that are being pushed through his platform. Um, even though he does have a lot of good, you know, things to say, health, food, all this stuff. But who even knows about that? Another thing that really creeps me out about him is he keeps bringing up this AI pro- pro- uh, a proponent. That's not me. Aspect. He keeps bringing up this AI aspect of, look, if we had a president that was a robot or an AI that did that did not have emotions but controlled the world or the U.S. through non-emotions um, – then that would probably lead to the world being a better place. Or it's something along the lines of that. And that, to me, really creeps me out. Um, You know, and this is why I go back to saying, like, right, he has a very entertaining show, but be very wary of the stuff that he's saying and the narratives that he's pushing. Right. But, you know, I can remember, of course, you know, being a little older, I can remember probably 20-plus years ago when they were talking about the whole stem cell thing. Yeah. And they were talking about the whole science of it and how it would work and and the stories about, oh, this gentleman, just for an example, lost an ear. Well, they made a new ear in a Petri dish and they sewed it back on the dude. You know what I mean? Just something as simple as that. And then stem cells can go in... And it would eliminate people from uh, having to have uh, organ transplants, right, Dave? So, you know, they could regenerate your heart. They could regenerate your liver, your kidneys, and all these are very important organs that, you know, you have to be on a list. And, and, and you know, we've heard the stories, oh, if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to get a new liver, which is totally makes no sense. And, they, and they're just, just okay with letting the people die. You know, oh, you, uh, you're on the list. You have a liver. It's on its way. We're go- oh, wait a minute. You're not vaccinated? And they refuse to do the operation, and the person ends up passing away. Okay, you know. This- well, that was the goal in the first place. Yeah. So, so, so the whole idea of stem cell, stem cell therapy, to me, sounds like a great idea. It really does. Yeah. But it's how they source these stem cells. In how the hospitals are basically screwing you out of money to get the source that they need for the stem cells, which they in turn sell for big bucks. And Dave, why don't you touch? Because you started to touch on it already. But let's just go into the whole umbilical cord harvesting, how much they make off of that as they convince mom and dad. That oh that's just that's a waste product. It's medical waste, biohazard. Yeah. So 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 tell us what you've discovered in your research, what they actually do with these, 
what the value of it is, and the reason why they screw mom and pop out of it, because if they didn't, mom and pop, it wouldn't cost you anything to go to the hospital to have a baby. You'd probably make money. I've seen figures as high as 50000 And yeah. if I remember correctly, my wife would correct me. I think our the birth of our daughter, I think, was like 32 or 37. Was there complications, Dave? None. There so was, was a really, really nice room, though. So it was like a real, like, <laughs> just standard birth? Yeah. But, no you issues, know, they, baby came out healthy, you're in, you're out. So they do other they, they bring a big machine in that makes noise and has lights on it. Like on Monty extra. Python, the to machine. Confuse you. They give you the bigger room with the nicer view that costs Jeez. extra money. So yeah. it, it's that, it go, that part goes back to the money part. But that wasn't something I would have thought of then. So that mm. medical waste disappeared. Yeah. But just the harvesting of placental stem cells. So the thing about the stem cells, we even have them as adults, though they've greatly lost their ability to immediately regenerate any tissue. They don't work as well. They don't work as fast. So the younger they are, the better they work. Sure makes sense. Now, if you had a really large farm of younger animals (laughs) that you could harvest bone marrow stem cells from and you are a horrible elitist shitbag why would you not do that mm-hmm. i mean if i grow meat birds i'm the horrible shitbag i'm gonna kill those birds yeah well and se- i'm not gonna think twice about it it seems like they've been doing it for a very long time but here's the thing like I've known about the the harvesting, not for a while, but I've known about the harvesting of the placenta and the umbilical cord, you know, as biohazard waste, whatever. Yep. I, I knew about that even when I had a daughter, when 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 I was going into the birthing center to have, see my daughter be born. But the thing is, I didn't know there was a way that I could somehow keep it or use it or use it as a resource for payment do you know what i mean and i don't know the mechanism for that either i'm just aware that it's possible if they're going to sell it if it has monetary value it belonged to your wife but here's right and i i agree with that but here's the thing for me it's like okay when i went in there I didn't think twice about it. And neither I think, did I. And neither probably does anybody else under the sun, majority speaking, probably across the board. But, like, when you, when I go in there, when I was in there, it was like, okay, that's just stuff that they deal with. You know, they just take it and get rid of it and dispose of it uh, as biohazard. Like, nobody really thinks to consider that that's actually, oh, they're actually using that for uh, profit and, they're, and that's actually money because of the stem cells, because of the nutrients, whatever. And you can bet there is a some a line item on your bill where they charge you for, for the disposal for bio waste disposal. Of course, right? Can I just give you guys a, an example of this in the auto, like a parallel in the automotive industry? Sure. Okay. Because this might put it into perspective for any mechanics that are listening. Okay. So, in the salvage yard business, which I which I have, it's very small scale, but it's a lot smaller than it used to be. 
uh, because my efforts to turn this back into a farm are still in play. When I would purchase a salvage vehicle, I would always make sure that it had the original OEM catalytic converter, right? Because that catalytic converter could be worth anywhere from $75 to $500. So I would base what I would pay for a salvage vehicle on whether or not it had a good catalytic converter. And what the value is. What the value was. If it had aluminum wheels, if it had good tires, if it had a battery, even if the battery's junk, it's worth money. It may only be worth eight to ten dollars, but but it's but it's worth that. And if you can put it on your shelf to sell as a used battery, well it's well it's worth fifty, right? Right. So that there, just that aspect of it is the same as organ harvesting of say younger children that die in an accident or whatever and the parents think that they're doing a good thing which essentially they are by donating those organs to other people that need them when at the same time the hospital is making you know not off of one case but they could potentially make up to what Half a million dollars? Yeah, 100,000, 250,000 heart transplant if you're yeah, about to die. But I'm saying just on human spare parts, right? The parts, yes. Okay. But we're going in a different direction here. Right. Okay, but that's just the one example I wanted to make. The other yep. example, which is the same in repair business as it is with the umbilical cord harvesting, and just hear me out. Say you have a vehicle that comes in, it's got a check inch light, it's got a bad catalytic converter, right? You give your customer a figure, a quote, to replace the catalytic converter, parts and labor, and it could be, say, anywhere from 500 to 1,000, in some cases, two or 3,000, right? Right. So when you replace the catalytic converter, you take the faulty catalytic converter off and you replace it with a new one. Yeah. You reset the computer. You send them down the road. Their check engine light does not come back on. Now I'm able to inspect it, do the emissions inspection, right? One thing I always do is I will tell my customer... We're replacing your catalytic converter, but there's a little bit of a silver lining. The catalytic converter that is on your vehicle now has some value to it. Let me find out what the value is for your particular catalytic converter, and I will either sell it for you or I will pay you for it, and I will stockpile it with mine. Mm. Because... The more catalytic converters you have, the bigger payday you're going to have, right? Now, how many shops do you think do that? Wow. Because here's what most shops would do. Oh, this is junk. This catalytic converter is junk. I'm going to charge you for a new one, and I'm going to charge you to install it in whatever, you know, IT services we have to do. And, and we're going to charge you to get rid of it, too. No. Nope. there's a fee to get rid of it. Nope. Well, some could do that. <laughs> but they take your old catalytic converter, 
they put it in their lockup and they don't tell the customer a goddamn thing. So that is an additional $75 to $500 a shop is making on that repair. It's the same thing with the umbilical cord. They go in. We don't want this patient, patient Sally, to know that her placenta and umbilical cord has high value. We're actually going to charge them to dispose of it. And then we're going to turn around and we're going to sell it. But isn't that, I feel the like same exact I thing. feel like there has to be some sort of legality, fine line, fine print thing where it's yeah, like, but nobody's going to think of that. Waste. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like upon treatment, right? You always get like when you go into a place, you have to sign a consent to treat like waiver, right? Yep. Every time, and who knows what's in the fine print for that or what that underlies. So it's like you could already be going into the birthing center, sign whatever, consent to treat or whatever it is, and that might be some sort of, you know, line where it's like we own all biological materials, hazardous waste, biological waste, blah, blah, blah. Who who even knows? I mean, I feel like. That could be. That could and be again, actually. Who legit. even thinks to ask? Well, who I even wouldn't thinks have to, thought of that thirteen well, years ago. Well, that's the other thing. When you when when I go to the doctors, right? When I go to uh, convenient MD, right by the Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, Buffalo Wild Wings, and I sign the consent to treat form, I never fucking read what that actually entails. Who does? You're either sick or you're in pain or right. your wife's water just broke, and <laughs> nobody does. So. Yeah. Who Hold even on, knows? Let me examine this paperwork. Who even knows if at that point you actually have the legal rights to it? I mean, I'm sure if you wanted to fight it, you probably could, right? But yeah, like who's like, going to fucking a, a do that? A few people did comment on one of the posts that they requested to take them home. So you can. Yeah, so I don't think they fight you on it. But again, what is that? One out of every 10,000 people that... You know, or I want to bring this thing home and put it well, in my freezer. What am I going to do with it? I know some people right. do in real strange situations will eat the placenta. Yes. All <sighs> animals do that. Right. What you, I don't, I, I mean, honestly, oh, I know it's a really far-fetched idea, and I probably would not do it, probably would not do it, but also, like, it's probably really nutrients, like, very healthy for you. Nutrient-dense, yeah, right. for sure. But who knows? I wouldn't. That to me is fucking cannibalism. Yeah. No so, thanks. so Dave, tell us what happens with Rob, these. Put Im- some hot sauce on that bitch. Tell me what jerk sauce. A little fucking camp mix. Have Have Bingy put it on the grill? A little camp mix. Woo! And yeah. So, Dave, tell us. Uh, like, we know that these items have high value, right? And these are basically virgin stem cells. They're from a newborn. Yeah, the younger the better. Yeah. And, and more plentiful as well. So your body how will many use ki- them. How many kids are born every day? A shit ton. All of them. Yeah. So so all of them. So so where does it where no, does not it not all of them, I guess. Where does it go from there? So a so freezer. The, so the hospital takes possession of them. Obviously they're not disposing of them. What is the chain of custody after that? I couldn't answer that, but I'm gathering it goes into a uh, freezer and then whatever clinics, you know, outside the U.S. 
if if you're you know five thousand dollars for a couple shots worth, then it's worth keeping it frozen and overnighting it to Brazil or overnighting it to Colombia or wherever now, else now, these practices are. Here comes the moral issue: if the use of stem cells for treatments on a on a you know total level for the you know the whole country is essentially illegal. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't there be some form of law in place that would not allow these hospitals to profit on the sale of this bio waste to a foreign country, knowing that they are going to use it for stem cell treatments? No, no. That, to me that so, sounds that, but that would be that's sketchy. Well, that sounds so, like yeah, semantics to me. It's yeah, like you can assign a moral code to that. But right here, here's a perfect example with the vaccine. It's safe and effective. We've got tens of thousands of people fucking dead. Yeah. So the the moral probably the moral more compass yeah. would point you to say, oh, there's some risk. People are dying from this. But uh, so if the legality is just we're not doing the therapy here, we're just. Sending a We're box full of, of medical waste to Brazil. Right. And I think that comes down to this is where like Congress policy laws comes into play. Lobbyists comes into play. All these politicians that are in your pocket who design law, who create law around these things. I feel like they could very easily, you know, assign words, semantics, whatever, uh, certain stipulations that cover that blanket the actual process of the truth that's going on with things being exported out to other countries for it's for research. research right yeah they're being exported out but the law that's written to guys over what's actually going on completely covers their t's crosses their sorry dots their eyes crosses their t's do you know what i mean no I, I exactly and and i think dave said something that makes a lot of sense too it could be labeled for disposal like all yeah. the like all the electronic waste in the united states gets shipped to china for right. disposal when you know that they're putting that shit in a big pile lighting it on fire and they're taking the precious metals out of it so exactly. so that so that could be exactly what's going on but we know that stem cell treatments is is a thing in other countries right and has been again for over a decade. Yeah, but and it'd be, it's common. Like one of the YouTubers I follow, weightlifter guy, he goes and gets it. But who's to say? Like too, like these elites in America, specifically, or wherever you know, who is there? Any laws saying that the hospital can't sell to a private sales. You know, in America, or well, could be. Or can they afford a plane ticket to go to Brazil where they had all the materials shipped? But say there's some elite billionaire elitist guy. Yeah, they could do it at home. That's just like, okay, like I live close to this hospital and they're fucking pumping out placentas and, and uh, umbilical cords that are full of whatever. Like, why can I? 50 grand's nothing to me. Okay, you know as well as I do that there is probably hundreds of underground labs that are run by these right, billionaire yeah. elite where they do their own stem cell treatments on their upper elite, upper echelon clients that are willing to pay cash money, huge amounts of money under the table, you know, even in crypto or whatever. That's how these people operate. And 
if they're paying off the right people, they're never going to get called out on it. So that so a lot of that stuff might just be not leaving the country. It's right. probably staying right in the country. And then what they probably do to hide that fact is like, well, there's a research facility at Dartmouth or there's a research facility at Boston's Children or whatever, just to name some very popular New England hospitals. And and we send it there, and they're doing vast research to, right. for the betterment of humanity. Yeah, yeah but yeah. who's to say that, like, some elite scumbag – uh, doesn't have, I mean, private doctor for 250 grand a well, year. That's yeah. a good point. But yeah. also too, it's like, just look at how, like, look at, and this is the example I'm thinking of. Look at all these, uh, like with the corporations, right. And the media and all this shit, like look at all the sister companies, right. That own this company that owns these companies that blah, 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 up the scale, yada, yada. We all know, but who's to say that some elite billionaire through some guys and, and facet of whatever umbrella doesn't own a, a medical biohazard disposing company. You can almost bet every you know I mean? biohazard disposal company is owned by somebody. Right, yeah. but it's like no, but nobody, no like person really, I mean, I don't know, but most majority of people wouldn't even think to fathom that, to think of that, or to, would even know about them. So it's like some guy with a shit ton of fucking money, billions of dollars, whatever, he opens some small rink-a-ding thing where they do whatever, but they label it as biohazardous uh, medical waste disposal company who the fuck knows what's actually going on there well so here's another part you were talking about the legalese think about the definition of the word disposal Mm. so you can throw something in the trash you could burn it or you could just give it to somebody else you've disposed of it you've met you've met the word of that law it's no longer in your possession in the form that it was in you have disposed of it Right, and I think a lot of like the the sorcery we've we've talked about this before. A lot of the sorcery of the elites and the shit and the tom fuckery that they pull is under this guise of like word magic or word play or do you know what word I mean? salad? Word yeah. salad. They get away with it because it's like, oh well, if we say this, this, and this, we can kind of find these loopholes underneath it to get away with it. So and who's did, looking? Right, nobody. And if yeah. we use the right language, then the people that are looking might not even know because it's put under the guise of certain language to dispose yeah. of. Yeah, so let's let's not even talk about, like, the umbilical cord thing. Let's talk about Planned Parenthood. Now, this is not going to be a pro-choice or a pro-life discussion. What this discussion is going to be about is... Higher volume by weight. The aborted babies, the aborted baby parts, and things like that. Again, you can extract stem cells from just about anything, right? You can extract stem cells from people that are alive, and we got to make sure that we we get that in there. Okay, so my point is, though, is we know how the elite and the left are – spending millions and millions of dollars subsidizing places like Planned Parenthood. I'm not just singling them out. Just say, you know, abortion clinics. And they do not want these places going out of business. Now, we've all seen the, uh, you know, the hidden video 
where the people are talking about how much money they made off this body part and how much money they made off that body part. Yeah. And they go in there and it's like, well, Veritas has one. Well, well, we're here to help you and we're going to provide you with an abortion that is federally funded with taxpayer money. And then we're going to get our pay from the government. And then we're going to sell all those parts. It's the same freaking thing. Mm-hmm. And and to me, that that's the part that, you know, I don't think it's a, you know, pro-life or a pro-choice question at this point. They use that as as the arguing points, right, for for people. Let's pitch, again, like Buckley always Compassionate says. Compassionate women's yeah, health. Yeah, let's pitch these, the right against the left, the the pro-lifers against the pro-choicers. Uh, they keep bringing up Roe versus Wade. There's massive protests about this all the time. When that's what they want people to concentrate on, the general public, they want you to be fighting back and forth at each other when actually the end game has nothing to do with that. The abortion clinics are there to give them an endless supply of fetal tissue. And now what is this fucking story you hear? These food, all these foods and drinks that have fetal tissue in them. What is that? (laughs) What, what is What is the whole, what's the whole reason for, Oh, you know what? This is a really good product. I think we need to end some, uh, add some fetal tissue to it. What the f- what the fuck is the angle to that? Any idea on that, Dave? So when I put up the most recent post about this, and and it ties into the human trafficking part, but um, a which number, we will get into a number of the a number of a few of the commenters had been in the cosmetics business, and same thing. There's stem cells or and or fetal cells etc in the cosmetics yeah that oh this will give you the more youthful appearance yeah because it's fucking youth it's harvested youth yeah that's what it's expected to do yeah yeah well i mean that goes into like the whole adrenochrome shit and like the that too the people that are like uh you know when you see this celebrity talking about the cream they put on their face that's like foreskins from Fucking what's that, Sandra Bullock? Third, yeah, third world countries. That that's all part of the uh, eternal youth, like juice that the elites are looking for, and a big part of that's the adrenochrome. Um, I mean, I know it's not like the same, and as adrenochrome, because adrenochrome is very fucking dark. You know, we've talked about it before. It's the whole satanic ritual torture. You know, the adreno gland emits adrenaline in the blood and then they drink the blood and it gives them, you know, useful a rush. Gives yeah. them youth and it gives them it's also been known to be like a psychotropic. Um but you know, who's to say that isn't even some sort of mask for what's actually going on. You know, when I talked about this with uh you guys and Dave a little I think before we started recording, like I was bringing up the whole um, you know, conspiracy theory rabbit holes that are just a means to throw you off track of what's actually going on. And I'm not saying this is true, but maybe adrenochrome has something to do with that. You know, maybe it doesn't. Maybe. I think that's part of the entertainment value. It's like right. the, the oh, it's all sex trafficking. No, it's not. Right. Or it's like, oh, well, they're, you know, they're human trafficking kids. So they can torture them, then drink their blood. Then they become youthful and they get that, uh, what they're looking for out of that when in actuality, maybe that's just a rabbit hole to get people to 
diverge too. In reality, maybe it's like all the shit that we're talking about. It's what actually is keeping them going. You know, the placentas and the the organ harvesting versus that. I don't know. Just spitball in there. What do you guys think? Well, you know what I find uh, really sketchy, and I want to say I watched a clip uh, a few days ago when I was uh, kind of preparing for the show, when I saw it was either a congressional or a Senate hearing, uh, and they were talking, and it was about the border, and they were talking about, you know, the 85,000 missing kids just in the last year, or actually possibly... That was even, what DHS lost, was 85,000. There's okay. over half a million a year. Okay, so let's just take, let's just take the 85,000, right? So they asked, do you have any idea where these children are? Oh, at the border. And, and you know what? You know Those what the, the ones that got moved around the country. You know, the what the pers- lost. you know what the person said? Well, these kids aren't lost. They're with sponsored families. And we've been reaching out, and they're just not answering their phones. Come on, you expect the public to believe that? But we can't tell you what families they're with, because that would be... Uh, a breach of privacy. Yeah, that would be, uh, yeah, yeah. Was this at the border? It was about the kids missing it from the border. Yeah. The ones they shipped into, supposedly into families around the country. So the unaccompanied minors, we moved them into the country with sponsored families. So she was confronted. Yeah. You've lost 85,000 kids. Oh, they're not lost, they're here. Right. I mean, the border, I mean, as as far as I've known, that's something I've always thought about or just that that was just a big human trafficking scam or scandal among many other things. But I mean, you look at like orphanages and educational systems that are set around the border, but also missing kids. But like the thing is with that as well as like Lahaina too, you know what I mean? It's like all these kids go missing and like natural disasters have, you and know, still nobody talking about it. Right, no one talking about it. And it's just like natural disasters as well as New Orleans, Hurricane Katrina. You know, these these natural disasters, kid, a fuck ton of kids go missing and they're never found. Do you know what I mean? I, so it's just like it's a common trend in, uh, you know, these big events that we see. And, you know, who's to say that's not going on in the Gaza-Israel conflict as well? Do you know what I mean? Um, so I, I think the human trafficking side of things, kids going missing, um, you're you're going to start to see – well, you already see it everywhere, right? But also, like, you're going to start to see it more and more. And who's the, pen, who's the guy in the fucking Pentagon that was just uh, arrested for oh, being yep. tied to human trafficking? Uh, yeah, there was one in the Pentagon, but there was somebody else – uh, the guy that was debunking Pizzagate. Yes, didn't he just get busted for some? Yes, form did. of uh, human trafficking or child trafficking or something. That stuff sort of goes in my eyes, right through my head, and I try not to get distracted by it. Like, okay, so that's that's the distraction. That's the conspiracy. That's the throwing. Hey, this, look over here. Look over here. Look throw, over here. Throw this guy to the wolves to keep them off our track. Yeah, you know, there is, uh, you know, the human trafficking is a thing. The sex trafficking is a thing. Uh, I mean, maybe when kids get to a certain age, you know, they're no longer good for, say, adrenochrome extraction or or things like that. But but they are good for organ harvesting, and that could be something where a human, 
can be used for, let's say, let's hypothetical, right? Let's say one of these missing 85,000 or, or what you say, Dave, half a million uh, children, right, is young. So while they're young, we uh, th- there could be a way to extract adrenochrome without killing them. And, and then once we get that, now we're going to ship them off for however many dollars they're worth in the auctions for, uh, you know, for, for use for sex or whatever. And then they're used for sex until they've, they've worn out their usefulness, right? And then we can either extract more adrenochrome out of them because these kids are already freaking traumatized beyond repair. And then, when we finally do kill them, well, now we're going to use their organs. We're going to sell their organs off, and uh, and then just go. Just it just it keeps perpetuating itself. And because I mean, just what is it? Eight hundred thousand people a year go missing in the United States. Say a third of those are children. No, that's kids. Oh, that's just kids. I thought that was total. No, I'm pretty sure that's just kids. Okay, so I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Think beyond the organs, though, to just raw genetic material that you can store until the technology is there. All right, give us some examples. It. Give us some examples. Again, the the stem cells are are found in the bone marrow. Mm. So if somebody dies, you harvest the bone marrow and you freeze it. For later use. I mean, what do you do with meat you harvest from an animal? You can't eat it all on October 7th when you send the pig to slaughter. You put it in the freezer and you eat it all year long. So I don't know exactly where this technology is. There were ethical concerns about it in the 90s. That's why it's not legal here. Right. And the implications of the ethical concerns are where does the harvesting stop? So you brought up Planned Parenthood. And I'm bringing up child trafficking. So if there's a quarter million a year that go missing from the border or in the country, why would they not store that genetic material until it can be used, until it could be complete regenerative body replacement? So, so, uh, So Richard, kind of getting into the arena of life extension, Right, the fountain so, of youth. Yeah, the fountain of youth, which is would be which is a perfect example to where okay, we're working on this technology. It's it's in testing phase. It, it, you know, we may not know they might already have that technology in place, but you know, you know when you look at when you look at pictures of like uh, Killary or you look at the pictures like they talk about Celine Dion and they talk about all these older actresses and singers or whatever. And you see them now, and they just look wretched. And, and, and the big joke of the meme is, oh, they must have been cut off of their adrenochrome. Hey, do you remember during COVID, they were saying that a lot of these elitists were getting sick because the adrenochrome was actually tainted with COVID or tainted with the vaccine or some shit like that? I know it's a conspiracy theory, but it's it's fun to kind of entertain. But Ellen wasn't looking very good. No, no. Ellen was another example. Madonna, <laughs> another one. Uh, but, I mean, it, it all it all looking. comes down to, was it Ponce de Leon that was looking for the Fountain of Youth when he was in Florida? Yep. Yeah. So the search for the Fountain of Youth for eternal life, for, you know, all of that, Goes back literally 
hundreds if not thousands of years. The search for the tree of life, the tree of life will make you eternal, right? And it's just like, well, you know, if you're a good boy and go to confession and do all this other stuff, when you die, you're going to, you know, be eternal. You will live with God for eternally, you know, and all this other stuff. So, you know, it was that just a metaphor for basically what they're working on now in these hidden labs spread all over the world and undoubtedly probably in the United States where these elitists are working on just that. They're working on life extension and they were, they're willing to do whatever it takes, spend whatever it takes and kill whoever they have to, to make that happen. And uh, hard management. Yeah. Okay. So I, I really liked that analogy like a lot, right? Because even when you get into, say for example, like when Brandon Joe Williams was on and this other gentleman that's going to be coming on, they talk about how when you are born into the American corporation, not the United States of America, but the American corporation, you are assigned a social security number mm. and your birth certificate is put on file yep. and is actually for every person that's born, a million dollar loan is able to be taken out of the international monetary fund. Cause they're stock for and put in the coffers of the United States corporation. So every kid that's born is worth a million dollars to the government, to the corporation. And then you back the government's debt. Yeah. And then, but that makes you nothing more than a pig, a cow. You are what we call chattel. You are not a human. You're actually an object that is owned. Your stock number. That is owned by your government. And right. You're, and you're traded on the NASDAQ. I call right. it taxable livestock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the, exactly what it part is. is. They make us work for our own upkeep. But yeah. I also heard that there's like your birth certificate records and all that social security records are stored in the Vatican. Have you heard that? I have heard that. Yeah, which yeah. I don't know, but still it's like Okay, but when you think about it in those terms though, it's like we are the herd. Absolutely. Like oh. like we us everyday Americans are the herd. Yeah. Don't you the, just feel it sometimes? You it's just the feel whole world, like you're though. Yeah. You just feel like you're like you're just going through the motions, going through the grind, just going through to pay to get your money, pay your bills, and then rent, rinse, lather, repeat. We're being harvested for our efforts now, but the herd, according to some of these people, is too big, right? Right, and the, that's the, the new king is one of them. Henry Kissinger was another. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, yeah, all these people. The herd's too big. Well, so that's we're what, getting to a point where our effort doesn't matter anymore. Well, that's why we get into the po- the population control. Or, right. Okay, so let's so let's so let's get into that. Well, I mean, we. Well, I mean, I think that's like I was going to say this before, but like the uh, Planned Parenthood stuff. Like, I think a lot of that is like part of the eugenics uh, scandal or it's a hundred percent. It's just a hundred percent serves two yeah. purposes. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. that. It's like well, I mean, it's a lot of things. It's the food. Like that's killing people. It's the big pharma industry that's killing people. It's the the abortion clinics that's telling people to get uh you know to get rid of children or, or get abortions. But it's also like this whole narrative or this whole movement of like not having kids, right? Like dividing up the family, 
having women go to work, you know, putting out this narrative that like, oh, you don't need to have kids. Like you need to focus on your career. Um, you know, so women are more focused on getting like fucking, you know, money and like that was a rock title. Right. Yeah, and this yeah. is the whole feminist movement that was, you know, sponsored through the Rockefellers as well as like the whole climate thing that's going on now. That's another part of the whole depopulation agenda. It's like, you know, we're going to tell the youth. We're going to tell the generations coming up that should be having kids that like the world's going to shit there. The, the climate's going to be really fucked. Um, there's not going to be a world for your kids to really live in, or it's going to be completely terrible. So like, don't have children. And that's another way that the, the depopulation agenda is being, uh, worked as, as, as well as vaccines. I mean, in, interestingly enough too, if you look at a uh, fertility rate charts, they're dropping nationwide. Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. And that's another benefit for them of the vaccine. That they're they're limiting our ability to reproduce. We're immunocompromised, or by we, I mean people that actually put that crap in their bodies. But okay, so let let me just play kind of devil's advocate a little bit here. Uh-oh. So so uh, just from an outsider, uh, I believe wholeheartedly in the depopulation agenda, right? So and Buckley's right. They're killing us with the food. They're killing us with chemtrails. Uh, they're killing us with air, water. Yeah, every, every like element that the human needs to survive. Like they are trying to kill us with that because they know that we need to drink water, we need to eat food, and we need to breathe air. And if they taint all of these elements, then naturally we're not going to live as long as we probably should. When even in even in biblical texts. They'll talk about, like, what was Noah, like, 400 years old, and his dad was 900 years old. Like, I think humans used to live a lot longer than they're living now. And life expectancy, I think, is kind of... Dwindling. It, it hasn't gone up. I think it's actually either leveled <laughs> out or, or going down now, right? They constantly yeah. claim it's going up. Yeah, but 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 the numbers don't lie, right? Right, Dave? Like, math doesn't lie. Math no. is right every time. Yeah, and if you average mortality, if you're losing more people, then the average mortality drops. Okay, okay so well, here's my question. And, and, uh, and this has been posed a million times by a million different people. If the population agenda, or excuse me, depopulation agenda is a real thing, what would be the best outcome for the elite, you know, the people from the WEF and all the, you know, 13 families or whatever you want to call them, right? We'll just call them the cabal, right? What would be, how would that work if they killed off so many people, like what the Georgia Guidestones said, keep the world population at, what was it? Half five, a million uh, or half a billion. No, oh yeah, 500 million. And, okay, so is that going to provide them with enough worker bees to support them in the lifestyle that they've become accustomed to living in? Absolutely. I, I, you think so? Because how many of them are? that? The number that I keep hearing is 300. I think that's a little bigger, probably. 300 million? Is. 300 people. 
300 people. So if if the shepherds are 300 people. Well, you can't forget, too, that the AI is on the rise. Right. So, so it's like, automated tasks in general. Like, how many people would it take to pick 100 acres of corn 50 years ago? Right. That now takes one combine, four mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. Now, that dude's going to drive the combine if they're shit in his blood, like right on that screen right there. And we're going to get into they that. they can just yeah. push a button. And that dude dies if he doesn't do what he's supposed to do. We're going to take away your money. We're going to take away your food, drive the fucking combine, and harvest that corn. Half a, half a billion people is plenty of people for them. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then they get the whole rest of the unspoiled world without us on it. Yeah. You know, uh, I will say, and I won't say where I get this mindset from because it's, you know, it's a bad word. Lahayam. No. There are, in my opinion, and I don't want to sound elitist by saying this, but there's a lot of people on Earth that we could certainly do without. Wow. Well, they're they're killing themselves, wow. right? All you yeah. have to do is tell them to protect grandma, and they'll go out and fill their bodies full of shit that's going to kill them. Well, but, hey, they also can o- smoke cigarettes and drink booze. But not do only, you know what I mean? But not only that, why are they letting so much extremely deadly fentanyl into the country. Well, again, it's the attack on a hundred fronts. You can't rely on one strategy. Yeah. I mean, if that's the thing too, it's like, uh, you know, I'm going to say is like, uh, whatever you think about David Icke, but he always says like, you know, there are no coincidences. Right. So it's like, you have a brilliant, you have a hundred different factors going on all, you know, working towards the same ideal of, you know, uh, depopulation, but there's so many things they're hitting you with: cigarettes, booze, bad food, bad health, uh, fentanyl, uh, chemtrails. You know, you know, moving people into offices so they're just sitting all day. Uh, there's so many different things that nobody could ever really find out or figure out that that's the whole motive. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's a like, combination of all those things which is going to make their fight successful, right? And it's yeah. like, well, you. No, that's just a coincidence. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, maybe it's not. Like, why is booze? I'm drinking and I'm smoking a cigarette now, right now. But why is cigarette and booze, why is that so prevalent in our culture? Why is it a thing? It's like, oh, you got to party. Oh, on the weekends you drink. Oh, you know, if you're hanging out with friends, you got to drink. Oh, well, where are these, where are the booze coming from? They're coming from companies. That are owned by corporations. Okay, well, how how high, highly marketed are cigarettes? Right? How they're they're in shows. They make cool guys smoke cigarettes, and then makes people want to smoke a cigarette. And then there's all this marketing campaigns put out so people want to smoke cigarettes. Well, what's cigarettes doing to people? It's killing you. It's bad for your health. What's booze doing for? What's booze doing for people? It's killing you. It's bad for your health. And but it's such a prevalent. Um, staple in a lot of cultures and a lot of societies and a lot of the norms of societies that's like really all it's doing is killing you slowly you know what's interesting about that you take countries like france where it's a huge smoking culture uh countries in uh southeast uh southeast asia indonesia smoking is huge like japan was when i was there yeah everybody smokes like crazy but you're not seeing the death numbers in the war on cigarettes in those countries right And, and 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 just to get back real quick buckley uh cigarettes are taxed very heavily alcohol is taxed very heavily you pay for it twice so yeah 
they're making money off of our bad habits. Right. And, and, and you know what? And, and I don't, whatever. It is what it is. You live once, fuck it. You might as well enjoy it. So, But that's but, the other thing, too. But, but, here's, but here's the other thing, right? The other thing. To, well, <laughs> the other, tobac- other, other. tobacco, other, other. tobacco... Used to be a lot safer than it is now. If you take right, a modern, right. you take a modern day cigarette, it's chock full of fucking chemicals that don't belong in tobacco. Right. What's right? the one that starts with an S? It's like silaco, silica, and whatever. Who knows? But no. But that's the other thing too. And this is a big, big, the other thing, and it's a big thing in the U.S. Is like, um, well, you were saying a lot of cultures smoke tobacco, and there's not the same like crazy health problems that there is in the u.s well why is that it's the processing the over whatever they're doing in the u.s like pesticides pesticides glyphosate right same with the booze as well but it's also it's the same with sugar and it's the same with uh gluten and wheat and bread like you look at bread and how it's processed in america and then the health effects it has on people as well as sugar, and then you take that and you put it into a European country, it's not the same. You know, they have... It's a lot healthier. Do you know they have almost zero celiac disease in Europe? Right. Mm. That's almost like a uniquely American-Canadian thing. So why is it America, though? That's the thing. It's because it's our our flour. It's our wheat. It's the glyphosate. It's the way it's fucking processed. They don't process it the same way in Europe, and that's why it doesn't fucking make people sick. Have you ever heard of celiac disease even 20 years ago? No. No. A lot of diseases now are are new and exceptionally prevalated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Dave, let's get into a little bit about what we talked about uh, the other day when we were just kind of bouncing ideas off of each other. Uh, I was really into your post about the smart dust. Uh, and if uh, you want to go on to AR Mechanics with an X on the end on Instagram, uh, link will be in the show notes. You can check out a lot of Dave's stuff. Uh, actually, just uh, just a quick sidebar. It says his name is Mark. On the on his posts, uh, and his name is Mark, but not to us. He's Dave. But there we uh, go. But anyways, just in case people have confusion when they when they well, yeah, wait a minute, they're, they're talking to a guy named Dave. This guy's called Mark. It's the same guy. Anyways, go the check it out. Calls me Mark. He's got a post that's uh, from the Humanity United now. Uh, Doctor Anna Ma- Maria Mahalka is her name. And, it, and, and it's called, What is Smart Dust and How Is It Used? Can we, let's get into that a little bit. Because it says, Project Earth Scope Seeding of Nano Smart Dust and Nano Crystal Moats Across the USA. So there's a lot of tangents in this. And in her work in particular, she does a lot of dark field microscopy of blood. Um, all sorts of... You know, blood clotting and uh, nanotechnology, um, small robotics that are lit. So the smart dust piece, to get back to that, I'm sure somebody, most people have probably heard the term the Internet of Bodies. So in the advent of, of engineering your herd, you have to have a way to monitor them I don't know how many people will know what the general definition of smart now is surveillance, monitoring, and something, something. I always forget it. Um, 
But the smart dust essentially can be used to map anything it's on or in, as can a lot of these things. So back to the, you know, the nano robotics that she's found. She's found them in uh, inhalers as well, again, dental anesthetics. And it's all, you know, video microscopy, so you can see this, blinking lights that are smaller than the red blood cells. Um, something I thought of on the way up here, it was probably about 20 years ago now, somebody had done an animation, IBM guy, with single molecules. So he was able to manipulate down to the molecular level a man running. Mm. So the idea of, you know, a small robot smaller than a red red blood cell is by no means unthinkable at this point. Um, How they're controlled is another story, but so the smart dust, again, you can create a map with that inside of the body, outside of the body of anything it coats. And how is the smart dust delivered into the human body? Airplanes. Is this stuff that we're breathing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what else are we breathing? Yeah, Yeah. sulfur dioxide, aluminum oxide. Okay, so is this, uh, is so, is this, Anything else that could be delivered, say, through a syringe? Oh, it could absolutely be. Or, okay, I just, or any, I just wanted to... inhalant, nasal spray. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify Food. That. So yeah. like anything else, once it's in your body, if your body says, hey, I don't want this crap, it's going to get into the blood, it's going to head for the liver, maybe be processed out. If it's self-propelled and has a way to avoid being processed, that's different. But if it's constantly introduced, again, I'll beat this term to death, attack on 100 fronts. Let's put it in the water. Let's put it in the air. Let's put it in the syringe. Let's put it in the pill. Let's just put it in everything these fucking idiots consume. Mm -hmm. So there's a constant supply of these materials. Again, she's done so much work on so many different injectables and inhalables that it's it's astonishing. She's seeing the same thing, self-assembling crystal structures in these videos. So you get a bunch of tiny machines in the body to process the building of other machines. Now, this could be used for good if somebody wanted to. It could be used to attack tumors or remove parasites. But when have we ever had a bottomless financial institutions say oh yeah we'll we'll just help you because you want to do good they tell the scientists we'll help you because you want to do good but in the back of their mind how can we weaponize this how can we use this for our purposes again the shepherds are not looking to be nice to us all right so let's just run down a few scenarios then Uh, say we've been breathing in this uh, this nano smart dust for years now. So I can remember chemtrails going back at least 10 to 12 years, if not more, right? They did weather modification in Vietnam. We've confirmed that. That's right. And that yes. was just cloud seeding, but the technology existed. That was to make rain. Yeah, and that was to flood out the... Uh, the uh, Tunnels. Ho Chi Minh Trail yeah. and drown them, drown out the tunnels. Yeah, why don't so, they do that? In uh, was it uh, 
one of the rich Middle Eastern countries, uh, maybe Saudi Arabia, they make it rain like once a week. Or Dubai. Or Dubai maybe yeah. it was. Yeah. Dubai's got a lot yeah, of and cloud And cloud seeding, that's nothing new. I mean, that's right. been around since the 60s, right? But again, once but. you have an exploitable technology, right? So, oh, we've come up with this great thing. We can make it rain to water the crops. Yeah, we could also use it to put this shit in people's bodies. Okay, or so. saturate crops and get rid of a lot of crops. Yeah, so once once these starve the herd. Now, can I call these nanobots or are these nano? This dust is a different thing. Uh, the dust is is a slightly different concept. So once this is inside every human's bloodstream and attached to cells, it you know, in some people it could gather more in certain organs than others. You were describing this as a possible off-on switch. Um, I think ultimately, and again, like you have to look at all this shit not from a, a moral standpoint. You have to look at it from an amoral or immoral Oh, standpoint. yeah, like look at it from the elite's <laughs> so perspective. If, if I've got one chicken out of 24 that keeps going through the fence and getting into my vegetable garden, I'm going to fucking kill the thing. Yeah, Like I'm just not going to deal with that. That thing is going in a crock pot. So we've got a whole bunch of us now that are saying, hey, I don't want to be a part of your flock. I'm going to start doing things to unflock myself. So people are, you know, eating better. They're, They're forming community groups. They're having gardens. They're raising their own livestock. So we have this attack on 100 fronts. We'll go after the money. We'll go after this. We'll do that. We'll do that. We have to somehow rein in this herd. We have to gain control of the entire herd. So we'll use whatever means we can. The smart dust can be monitored. So your location, you know, we already have the location on the phone. Like, oh, I turned off 911. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They still know where the phone is. Sure. They know everything you do every day. They know what your repeat patterns are. But the smart dust dust, and the internet of bodies will be a lot more accurate than that. So if you have the right amount of the right technology in the body, why would you not be able to say, oh, shut off uh, IP 161.8423-Z? And then, yeah. oh, yeah, he died of a heart attack. We don't know what happened. It's the same thing when you don't... When <laughs> Where you don't, the AI? When you don't pay your internet bill... Used to be they had or to come. Taxes. They had to come to your house and unscrew the coax. Now they just do it from a desk somewhere. Same thing with it's, the power. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same. Well, with the smart meters, right? Yep. So it's the same thing now. So what they can do is each human is already a record of every American from your birth certificate because now you're on the stock market. You are assigned a number. Everybody has one. Right? What is it? Seven digits? Uh, no, no, no. It's nine digits, and everybody has that number. And who knows? You probably have. You probably like you just said, Dave. We probably all have our own IP address. So if they want to hone in on you, and do exactly what you said, oh, these people keep wanting to kind of go off, go off the farmer, or as they say, go off the reservation. We need to, you know, what what the CIA used to say, we need to bring them in. But instead of bringing us in, they're just going to shut us off, right? Is this what you're talking and about? It, yeah, and I don't think we're, we're there yet. But if you, you know, you, you put all these components together, the stuff that's in the blood and the smart dust and the vaccine and, and, and 
like building a highway. You don't just say, oh, we're going to build a highway right here, and then all of a sudden people can drive down it. You have to install an infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's thinking ahead because they've got trillions of dollars and nothing to do, then you begin to build the infrastructure as you're developing the means by which to under use the it. guise of wait. giving us faster cell phone service and faster internet. So that's a weird one, the five G thing, and I've noticed this for years. The phone gets shittier service. When mm-hmm. I had an analog phone back in the eighties, I could make calls with towers fifty miles away. Sure. Now I have awful service, but if you're close to it, it's fast. Mm-hmm. Mm. It can transfer more information, but the network is tighter. And, and they've actually... Uh, and that e- keeps you where you belong. Even the providers have said that, and that's a perfect thing. I just wanted to touch on that. That 5G signal is stronger, but it's shorter. Yep. Yeah. So this... Higher bandwidth. So Good this, for cities, right? So this is another way... Get in way, your, city. Get in your a, city, bitch. This is another way for them to herd, as Dave likes to say herd you into the cities. We all know that they're pushing for people to move out of rural areas and move into cities. Smart cities. Because people, yeah, exactly, Buckley. And and what the people are going to say, oh my God, it's so much better. We could just walk everywhere. We can go out to eat. We don't have to drive. We don't even have to own a car. I have friends that live in New York City that literally do not own cars. Yeah, my friends. It's good for the environment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see the thing where New York City is going to start charging people 20-something dollars a day? I sure did. Crazy. We, we won't get into that now, but... Oh, for high... Like, uh, what is it? The congestion areas. Congestion Up to area. 25 bucks a day, oh, and then it's God. like 13 for passenger cars, 7 for motorcycles every single day. Every day, that's But all. the thing is, it's like smart dust, right? Smart... Well, smartphones, smart cities, and then you have the smart grid, which is like, you know, anything from satellites, Starlink, Starnet, whatever... 5g and, and down so it's like really gonna be a whole a whole grid of this whole whether it's wi-fi whether it's the internet bodies or whatever dave was saying type of thing where it's just like the whole earth is going to be canvassed in a grid from every scale from not plank but very molecular or very small to and Starlink is going to level. Starlink is going to cover the areas that they can't cover because we know, love them or hate them, the defense is one of Elon Musk's defense department is one of Elon Musk's biggest customers. And I what think has he, he been, just wants to do it by himself? I think he doesn't want to play with the other kids. Well, you know, uh, I don't know. I was always a fan of his, and, and I still am. And that's you know just laying that out there. But but the point is, is he's going to be putting up. Starlink technology to where people can access the internet from every square inch of the earth, right? So it's the same thing. We want you to move into the cities. Hey, look at the, the internet. The internet's so much better here. I mean, let's face it. Everybody lives on their phones now, right? And you do all your work on your phone. Your 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 phone is your camera, your radio, your uh, record player. Your clock, it's everything all wrapped into one, and people are freaking addicted to them, myself included. So so these things happen. Yeah, I was just looking that up, Dave. Uh, let's go. Self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. That's the, what the SMART acronym. Uh, and here's another one I found 
Uh, SMART acronym uh, stands for Specific, Measurable, Assignable, Realistic, and Time-Related. So this might be a different... Des- uh, that sounds like office def- to me. Definition, yeah. So uh, so did you ever notice, like, uh, at my house, I have Roku TVs. Uh, they're not connected to any cables. They're not connected to a box. They're not a- connected to anything, right? So, they're just connected to your wireless network. Now, when you go into your wireless network settings, in in my house, you have one that's 2.4 and one that's 5.0. The TV runs on the higher one. The TV will run on both. I run I run ours. But it runs five, better so. on 5.0, yeah. yeah. So, and I remember the first time I ever saw that when they were first installing a new modem and some stuff at uh, uh, Xfinity at my house doing some work. Uh, Because my wife has to have really good internet for her job. And I said, oh, well, what is the difference? And he explained it to me. It's just like with the 5G. Yeah, higher bandwidth carries more information. Yeah, so he says the 2.4 is really good and it, it... goes out, the 2.4 Wi-Fi goes out at a further distance. Yeah, you can use it in the backyard. But the 5.0 is more data, quicker. It just doesn't work as good as the 2.4 being on the internet, say, for instance, when you're out at the pool. Yeah, our TV is yeah. about three feet from the modem. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's just another example of the whole 5G thing. You know, I, you know, I, do I believe that the 5G is going to be used to, uh, you know, activate a certain frequency and kill everybody that took the vaccine? Eh, no. I think that's more conspiracy theory than anything. But I don't think it's a conspiracy theory when you start reading about this nano dust that, that gets. Well, that, again, you have system. to figure out an infrastructure and how you do that when you have a herd that will pay for its own demise, you get them to keep financing your research. You Mm -hmm. get to keep financing the development of these technologies to the point where you can create everything on the planet that you need to manage as one network. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's your... And again, that's... Right now, they still have to shoot people and bomb them. Well, that... that, Everything on one network also goes in this whole X thing, which is also Elon Musk. It's like that's why I said he wants to do it on his own. Right. It's going to be like the the X, basically Twitter, well, previously known as Twitter. Like that's going to be the everything app. I think. Well, that's what people are speculating, or that's what people are, you know. Oh, talking I think about. he's definitely working on that, Buckley. So I mean, that kind of goes into it. it as well, the whole smart grid from the smart dust level up to the skies of, you know, 5G and then the satellites. But, like, that'll also connect to the the everything app, which is probably going to be X or what I feel like that's where it's moving towards. And then that... Oh, that'll be a bank before he's done. You watch. Right. I can't and then, stand Twitter. And then that goes into, like, this whole level of policing through the... Um, through the social media aspect, the smart grid aspect, like that's basically what it is. Like you're going to be policed once that stuff, once the, all the smart grid is set up and then your everything app is all set up. You know, that's when you bring in the, the, um, the money, the, well, the money, right. The money. And that's part of the, the whole X, everything app is going to be, you can pay 
for stuff through the app, right? And that people also to, forgot that he helped develop and own PayPal, right? And so that's, the payment bit, he's already a genius. Yeah, that's there. easy. Right. That's, that's going yeah. to go into the Fed coin and then the social credit score and all all of that. But also, it's just like um, you know the control, the policing. Like once all that stuff's engaged. Like, you're going to be so, I mean, we're already heavily monitored, but you're going to be even more monitored just for anything that you do, any crime that you commit, or anything that might be deemed as a crime. And, like, you want to talk about the whole Like, if you were to say trans women are actually men. Right. Anything that's for speech. But you want to talk about, like, we always talk about, like, escaping the matrix, right? And the whole matrix, right? But, like, in my opinion, that is the matrix. Once the whole smart grid is set up, and it's tied to an everything app or something like that, and the credit score and the policing. We're so close. And then the AI comes in. Like, that is the actual matrix, I, I feel like, versus, like, when people say we're in a matrix. We are in a matrix, so I guess it would be a matricy, I guess, because it's essentially a matrix within a matrix is what it's going to become. But, like, that's going to be the new matrix. And then also when you usher in the metaverse stuff, too, like, that's going to become part of it. So, you know, eventually we're all just going to be fucking sitting in a chair. Tube tube fed, living on the Internet. Right, logged in, logged into the fucking meta with all this other shit, the smart grid and the everything app. And then that literally is you sit sitting in a chair with a tube in her mouth. Like that literally is the movie, the matrix where they literally have a tube in their mouth and they have tubes connected to them and they're in a fucking I gotta, pod and they're living a real life. I got to hit this real quick. So one of the homework assignments I gave Ron months ago was to watch another one of their movies called Jupiter Ascending. And I want all of your listeners to watch that movie as well because it, it completely illustrates exactly what I'm talking about mm-hmm. here. That that's what they're doing. There's a group of three, two brothers and a sister that own multiple planets as farms and they're used for harvesting genetic material to extend the lives of wealthy people. And all of these pieces are already in place. The infrastructure is here. Yeah, and it's being done. You know, and what really makes me suspect too, Dave, is that, you know, again, I brought it up last week or maybe the week before when we talk about the Deagle report. And the Deagle report said that there was a projected 70% depopulation of the United States yep. by 2025. Uh, so, so you know, it's just like... It's coming uh, up, baby. I had a discussion with James Roguski this morning, and that show will be coming out soon, too. It was just a quick one-hour show, uh, again, about... Uh, he's the gentleman that covers everything that's going on at the uh, World Health Organization, right? Uh. And... Uh, Pandemic treaty. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, anyways, interesting conversation. But it's when you start looking at what these organizations, and we know the WHO takes money from the WEF. It's part of the United Nations. They're all like all feathers of the same bird. And when you start thinking about the things that what that they want to do, and how. The Biden administration wants to ram through all these amendments before the end of 2024. Because what happens in 2024? May May of 24 is the pandemic treaty, 196 countries. Right. So uh, I'm going to give you his sub stack. I want you to check it out. 
And uh, and I will be posting that, obviously, in that show when that's out. But they know that, like, they already, they're already running scared because they know that Trump's going to get reelected. The only way that Trump is not going to get reelected is if he gets assassinated between now and then. Hoping that doesn't happen. But they know that they had to ram all these laws in, and they're doing all these secret meetings, and they're doing all this. There's zero transparency. The, the people in Congress and Senate don't even know what the fuck is going on over there. And it's just, and they plan on passing. There's something that they're voting on uh, either tomorrow or Friday that they, they want to just do the discussion, everything right around the Christmas break. And they want to vote on it just before Christmas. And how many laws, sketchy laws, do we know that were enacted, I believe, including the Federal Reserve Act, right around Christmas when nobody was around and nobody was paying attention? And less people are there to vote as well. And and this is is the thing, though, because if the Deagle Report, and there's a lot of places, of course, went out of their way to debunk that, but... I have a hard time. Shocking. I have a hard, <laughs> hard time agreeing with that. I get debunked that. every day, and yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. So, so we kind of know that this is coming on. So, this I think is is what's your term? A war on a hundred fronts. Is that what you call Attack it? Attack on a hundred fronts. Attack yeah. on a hundred fronts. This is why they're attacking us from at least a hundred fronts. Right now, that's why there's so much going on in the world. That's why there's so much war going on in the world. That's well, why people are waking up to this a race. There's so many people fighting each other in the streets. You see it on the social medias all the time. Robberies, shootings. Uh, today is Wednesday, December 6th at 3 o'clock Eastern. There was actually a shooting at the University of Los Angeles. There was another multiple shooting just a few days ago. Of course, up here in New England, we had the Lewiston multiples uh, mass casualty event like a month or so ago where like 13 people got killed. And and that went out of the news really quick. So we're going to be looking into that. Because the ending was fishy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They're all fucking fishy. He killed himself but had two gunshot wounds. Right. And then that disappeared immediately. Yeah, that story is gone. But the Mm -hmm. point is, is... They're running out of time, Dave. They're running out of time. The elites. Yes. They got to make something happen. It needs to happen very quickly. So my prediction is hold on to your hats, people. I said that before. This next year is going to be mental. If you think the last three or four years was bad, be prepared for what's coming. And when I say be prepared, I mean aliens be prepared well i think it's a big thing too that like the whole election uh it's been prophesized that they're trying to make it not even happen anymore so i mean that so that could be a big component going in my favorite word component going into um this next election is that like look for shit where they're gonna just completely kibosh it and shut it down in some way I, I don't think they even need to do that, honestly. I don't I don't believe that that's a mechanism that they haven't already had control over. I think that's an entertainment thing for us. No, Donald I agree, Trump I agree is a great, with you. great example of that. Like, 
I still see that a lot. Like the this man's our hero. He's going to rescue us. What the fuck has ever gotten better? I mean, dude, I've, I've, I've been paying attention for forty years, thirty five years. I haven't seen anything get better, dude. I've been saying that about Donald Trump a lot. All this I don't time. think he's a bad guy. Like I don't, I don't have anything against him. I think but his he's heart's not in the right place. Save me. Yeah, no, I think his heart's in the right place. I think place, it's though. like it's so it's it's so controlled <clears throat> that whoever gets into power is like they get they get into power because. They're they just were, in a tinier cage, or that they were selected to be put into power. And like, in my opinion, like it's already all been controlled. The election process—it's like whoever becomes president, they already have pre-elected to become president, and then they'll do whatever to make them become president. But the next step in possibly, I guess, if you're looking towards the agenda of a one-world order, would be—and we've talked about this before—is to basically sabotage the whole election process and faith that Americans have in it. And I mean, if you look back at the previous election where there's all this election fraud and Donald Trump got the election stolen from him, he's pushing that side of the narrative, the liberals and Hillary Biden. pushed that for months right. after she lost. And they're pushing yeah. the other side, but the next step would be to like kind of just dismantle the whole process in itself and completely have Americans um, just lose faith in the whole election process as a whole. We well, need I, AI well, I, to lead us. AI think, or a one world order. I or, think people have already like already lost faith in the election system, actually. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the, I have, and I've only voted well, once, and, I've, so and I haven't voted in years. Here's you know an interesting I mean? part of that. Every four years, half of the population loses faith in the election process. Mm. You remember Bush and Gore. Oh, my God. That yeah. was a, a Florida Supreme Court case. The hanging chads. So, but the thing is... Oh, sorry. So that's now 20 years in arrears plus. I don't remember when that even was. So back then, like, uh, you know, oh, the election was stolen from Al Gore by George Bush in the state that his brother governed was how that was viewed. So half of the population was put out by an insecure election process. And when is that not continued? Oh, it's, it's every, it's every, it's but every time. The thing yeah. with the matrix is though, it's like, we talk about the matrix and then it's like, we pick and choose who isn't part of it and who is, and, like, you know, I'm not saying I know one way or the other who is and who is not. But I feel like more often than less, it's it has to be a majority of the people that are, in fact, like, elites in, in society and community. Because it's like you take someone like Donald Trump, for example, and he ushers in a good narrative and he's uh, he's not a politician. He's a businessman. He goes against the grain, blah, 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 but that's part of the matrix. You know, you have someone like Alex Jones, right? And he's this ranting, raving lunatic who's has a bunch of all this information and blah, 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 but then why is he able to put out that information? And the only thing I mean? they ever got mad at him for was saying Sandy, school shooting was right. fake. So why is he able to put out that information? Because he's allowed to. Still have a shit ton of yeah. money. And then, you know, go on all these podcasts and do this and that. And then you have someone like Tucker Carlson, who I know he's going on Alex Jones, uh, like in a couple of days or whatever. Um, 
But then you have someone like him who's on Fox, and then then he's you know cut loose, and now he's going around saying this and that. So why do we have those people? So it's like this whole side of the matrix and the election where we think there's a savior, like you were saying, it's like, well, why is that? Like why? Distraction. It's, it's either distraction. It's to keep your brain busy while the infrastructure is being built. It's either distraction or it's divisiveness to split people Both. and to get people to argue and become distraction. Or you have to just start looking at these people like the Rogans, the Carlsons, the Russell Brands, the Alex Jones, the Trumps, the Vivex, the Clintons, the o- the AOCs, the whoever else, Alex Jones, all these fucking people. And you have to start and look at and look at their uh, financial status and their celebrity status in the system. And you have to start to think that maybe that they're just one cog of the matrix of coincidences and distraction and illusions. Well, because they serve a purpose that way. Yeah, they serve a purpose. But this this is where it gets to nitty the nitty gritty. It's like so. If you assume anybody at a certain tier is um, part of the matrix, their cog. Well, then where is the actual people that stand for the people or are looking out for the people's best interests? Because once you get to a social, social, economical tier, and it may or may not be true, but you really have to start to question their their motives. You you really I, have to. Like I, a, someone like a Rogan and Alex Jones – a Russell Brand, any one of the people I mentioned before that have a lot of money and they're starting to spew narratives of this, that, left, right, center of all this shit, you really have to start to question. So where's the line of like, well, who's actually looking out for the people, I want to say, or, or at least trying to negotiate or speculate or uh, you know divulge the truth between people? We don't know. I, I, I would offer this, that when somebody is sitting in the president's chair or in Congress, how much operational latitude do they have? So think about right wing, what's been considered to be a political issue, this vaccine. Oh, all the crazy right wingers, white supremacists, they didn't take the vaccine. Only the good people took the vaccine. None of those reporters are saying you know, how many people have died from the vaccine. That's not on the newscast. They have a very limited operational latitude. A president has even less. His little cage, what he can do, what he can get away with is absolutely minimal. Right. At very least, he can delay what's coming. The people that you can trust are your neighbors. I agree. All of this movement has to happen at the bottom, and everybody keeps saying, I need somebody to Grass save roots. me. Grass Who's going to fucking lead us? Like, just get off your couch and lead yourself. I've been telling people for two years, like, save water, learn how to grow food, get fucking livestock, yeah. buy weapons. Like, just protect yourself first, and yeah. then your family, and then your neighborhood. Yeah, it let like it I'm go not, out from not there, trying yeah. to solicit or say, you know, oh, go out and start a war. Right, Just right. mind your own fucking business and keep yourself healthy. Like start at the bottom like that. That movement, there is no savior. And who's in the matrix? The bigger they get, the more money they have. Like you just pointed out, 
they don't have operational latitude anymore. Like they can make tidbits, but even their language is careful. Like, oh, people may have died or they've said people have died. Like, no, just fucking say it. You want me to trust you? Come out and say it. Yeah, and And there's just... Get canceled. There's just such, like, it's just such a... There's so many facets to the game of manipulation that it's so fucking hard. It's a 5D chess match, right? Yep. And so it's like, that is... You don't even know who is what at a certain level because there's, you know, there's influencers that could possibly be, you know, controlled. I could be co- controlled opposition. You definitely yeah. are. We've uh, been... You, he definitely is. <laughs> but, like, that's what I mean. We've it's been like, accused Somebody of that did call too. me a fed at one point. Right, but that's the thing. There's, th- that's, there's those levels or it's like, you know, so when it's like when Joe Rogan is – not to bring him up again, but when he's talking about health and doing this and doing that, and it's like really good for you, you know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I really love vibe with this guy because he's talking about my health and he's he's talking about like how I could be better, blah blah blah. And then he slips in stuff about AI that's kind of like, oh, and then he slips in stuff about you know um, this or that that most people maybe wouldn't recognize. <laughs> They wouldn't really realize maybe, huh, well, maybe that's like some sort of um, sideways directional indoctrination or programming. But that goes to say that's just one person in, in the matrix at that level. That doesn't go for the rest of them that are, you know, Russell Brand, he starts talking about this and that and how good this is and the Great Reset and blah, blah, blah. And then he just slips in, you know, a little, little something. What I don't know. could be some, anything. But because you're a fan and you li- and you listen and you like a lot of what he's saying, and then he slips this in. But then they put him how, back in his box but a then couple that, months ago. But that's yeah. how they, like, slowly indoctrinate you, and this is the same thing. So I had a, I have a friend that uh, the sex craze therapist who recently went to college, and she was getting working on her master's for mental health counseling. And, you know, she, she was in a good school, and... She's serious about her career for mental health counseling and being a therapist. And, like, she was telling me, she's like, yeah, like, in the beginning of the class, right, they made us, like, sit there and be like, my name is Nick, or my name is (laughs) so-and-so. I'm going to try not to say names. All right, my name is so-and-so, and and my pronouns are, and everyone in the classroom had to go around and say their pronouns. So this is the kind of shit that how they slowly indoctrinate and get and get people and generations into their behavioral ideologies um, through these systems and something like that a lot of people don't recognize right because they're just like well I'm in school I don't Children, I, children don't I want people to like it. me I want to get a fucking good grade you know I don't want to upset people. So when it's my turn to go around the circle and say my pronouns, I don't want to stand out and upset people or, or look different or, or you know cause a problem. I'm just going to say it. And then life continues and goes on, right? But that's how they get you. These little, minimal, behavioral ideologies. That it's, the, you, it's the tiptoe, Buckley. That you don't really realize that you're – uh, becoming a part of that you do because you don't want to stand out, you don't want to cause a problem, this blah, 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 that or the other, but then you take that and you put it to these 
influential people that you listen to and then you get information from to a daily basis and they say lots of things that you align with and then they slip it in. They just slip it in like a micro penis into your fucking butthole. I don't want to fuck be, you. I don't want to be part of the problem. Because that's what programs you and that's and that's what gets you to align and you don't even know what's going on because it's the tiptoe to fucking tyranny. All right, so let me add something. Dave, you had just said something about Russell Brand where they put him back in his box. Okay, so Russell Brand says has really come out and and taught and, and I am a fan of Russell Brand. I've been a fan of his before he even had his podcast, right? As an actor, I thought he was freaking hilarious. And uh, like forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Into the Greek. I love those movies. Great movies. So, but he was getting very controversial with his speak. And then he was kind of channeled into Rumble. Uh, and, and then they come out and say, well, while Rumble is paying me to be exclusive on Rumble, just like how Spotify is paying Joe Rogan to be exclusive on Spotify, it's the same idea. But there becomes a point, and Joe Rogan hasn't hit that point yet, but I'm thinking that he's probably going to at some point. But Russell Brand was coming out and saying things that they, them, to, to talk pronouns, that they, thems, the cabal, probably didn't like. So what happens same they thing they came off YouTube. Same thing they did to Julian Assange. Boom, sex crime. Oh yeah, right. That he's been accused of some oh, type yeah. of sexual impropriety with somebody twenty years ago or whatever it was. The hashtag Me Too. And then it's basically Russell, what he got. And then right? Russell Brand had to come out and defend himself. As you say, Dave, they put him back in his box, and now he's just barely starting to lift that lid and. And come back out of that box. Same thing happened to Alex Jones. And I think this whole Sandy Hook trial that he went through in this billion dollar lawsuit was fucking smoke and mirrors. Because say what you want about Alex Jones. He's right more than he's wrong. He can get a little out there and a little crazy. And it's all theatrics. A lot of it. He admits that. He admits that he's an entertainer. However... He is the one that introduced us to the Bilderberger Group. That goes way back in his beginnings. He's been a very good investigative journalist, as far as I'm concerned. But there is that slight little element in the back of my mind that says, why is he allowed to do this? So I think when it got to a certain level, and he said that uh, said what he said about Sandy Hook, the school shooting, that was an opportunity for the they-thems to come in and temporarily shut him down and make it look like to the public that, no, there's no way this guy is controlled opposition. Look at what he's going through. He'll never be able to pay restitution or those fines. I think it's 100% smoke and mirrors there. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like what they did when Julian Assange and WikiLeaks, which I'm a fan of both, exposed the government for war crimes, but now he gets charged with some type of sexual impropriety, and he is still imprisoned without trial, just like the J6ers, and we are not even going to get into that. But the point is, though, is that they, thems, can shut you down anytime they want. All they got to do 
is give you that one boogeyman that everybody is afraid of, and that is sex crimes, right? Yeah. So it's just a matter of time. Something's going to come down. Anybody that gets too big too fast is going to get shut down, and then they end up being exclusively only on these certain platforms. That nobody so, watches. So, okay, so that's what I was just getting at. So if if you're on Rumble, well, you're probably not going to get as many views as you would if you were on YouTube. Right. And we all know who controls YouTube. That's Google. Google. Right. (laughs) So a couple of interesting things I wanted to bring up Uh, on World News tonight. Last night, they were talking about what Biden had comments, uh, you know, again, to get back onto Trump just very quickly. We all know that Joe Biden is not running this country. We all know that he's got a cognitive issue. Maybe he's doped up. Maybe they don't want him to be. Which Joe Biden? Okay, so then you know, let's not even bring in the clone <laughs> part. Uh, but nice, Dave. But, nice. But the whole earlobe, the whole earlobe thing is real. You, well, you, there are two very specific pictures of Joe Biden. One where he looks very different. Well, both. There are at least very two different. Bidens. Very different. They look different. Very different. But Biden, Biden was asked, "Are you going to run for re-election?" He says. If Trump is is the nominee and Trump's running for president, I have to run because we cannot let Trump ever, ever be president again. So that is just setting the fucking stage right now. And it's being reported on the platform that nobody likes on X breaking Mm. news. President Biden indicates he will be willing to start World War Three with American troops fighting Russian troops if Putin expands operations in Ukraine. I find that's that's something we got to look forward to because, you know, the attention has been taken off of Ukraine with this whole Palestinian Hamas, uh, Israel wiping out Gaza. I think that they're wiping out Gaza because they plan on taking Gaza back. They're going to repatriate Gaza. They don't want any Palestinians in Gaza. They need the Gaza seaport for that pipeline that they've been, that Ben Gurion Canal. It's an ethnic cleansing. There's also a trillion cubic feet of natural gas off the coast. Off the coast of Gaza. Yes. So here again. Not getting conspiratorial, just throwing some information out there. There might be a reason why this Hamas attack was allowed to happen. Because there's no way that that should have ever happened. And that's all I'm going to say about it. But, Dave, there was a lot of subjects I wanted to get into uh, talking to you about. Uh, you know, of course, you got one, some good ones. You're one of my friends that we could actually sit and we got li- into the important ones. Literally talk for hours. But do you yeah. do you have any closing thoughts you would like to give the listeners? Be as mindful as you can about the food that you eat mm. and that you filter your water. You can't prevent everything. You have to breathe. But be mindful of what goes into your body. And look to the sky because you know the days that it's going to be nice to breathe and days that it's not. I think I, I think I lost. Oh, I did want to bring. You kept saying the they thems. Do you know what the demons refer to themselves as in the Bible? What? They, they thems. They them. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. They are demonic pricks too. I'm fucking done. Yeah. My closing words are Elon Musk. The only hope I really have for him is that they're calling him anti-Semitic. 
um, because that's usually in my book a good indicator that uh, the powers that be the they thems are labeling you as a certain something to basically discredit you. Same like they did to, you know, David Icke, stuff like that. Um, The other thing, too, is we have to get creative, ladies and gentlemen, because a lot of what's going on always is just to anger you, right? It's just to anger you and to get you to act irrationally. Stay based. And to possibly, in my opinion, make you... uh, you know, come together and be destructive and chaotic and, you know, cause mayhem, which, you know, through chaos control, that's what they want. And if you're chaotic, if you're extremely chaotic and you're, you know, causing a bunch of shit, justifiably gives them means to usher in tyranny and oppression to squash all of that. So when I say be creative, we have to find ways to skate around the the bullshit that they're pulling in a way that isn't going to be as chaotic for now because immediately that gives them the reasoning to usher in the hand of God and squash it. And what I mean by that is probably military or some sort of control like that. Solution to a problem. Solution to a problem. So that's what I got to say for that. My Also, my last closing word is AR Mechanic slash Dave. Thank you so much for coming on and driving it's up always here. Always a pleasure. We're obviously going to have you back whenever your schedule admits or predeems or whatever. I'm using words. <laughs> you just made I mean, one I'm of them up. I'm just saying words that I think sound good and whatever and whatnot, but thank you for coming on. It's always fun to have you on. Yes, I want to thank you, Dave, a.k.a. Mark Thimmel, the AR mechanic from Instagram. I will be dropping all your links in the show notes. Well, you only have one link, so uh, I'm going to drop that in the show notes. Go out there and follow him and uh, just watch his videos. You'll you'll be entertained, like, if nothing else. You'll learn some shit. Yeah, learning is the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're very good at how you present your message, Dave, and and that's one of the things that that I first uh, saw about you, and I said, Dude, this guy's in New Hampshire. I got to hook up with him, so I'm I'm glad we did. Oh hell, fucking uh, yeah! So you know where to find him on Instagram, the AR Mechanic. You know where to find me on Instagram, Ron from New England, and the Wicked Planet Podcast. You can find Buckley at Tristan Buckley on Woo! Instagram. You can find me on Twitter X Trickster at Ron from NE, and I have a prediction a prediction for X and Elon Musk. Real quick before we finish. Oh, I thought we were out. You said he's going to have the be the everything app. I said that. You did. Okay. I am going to predict that within the next year, Elon Musk will be introducing the X coin, the cryptocurrency oh. for the X platform. Ooh. Another the prediction. Another system. prediction we made last week. That President Maduro of Venezuela was going to start a war with Guyana oh, over right, these right, oil right, fields. Right, 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 right. Today, John. today he announced that in fact that is what he's going to do. Yep. And they and they are in the process of annexing that part of Guyana which Venezuela lays claim to and they and he's already selling the licenses for the oil the oil drilling. So nice. I found that very interesting. Woo! So 
being right sucks sometimes. I know. You know, I could just see it coming. And that is going to be a fucking mess down there. A lot of sucking and coming. Because Guyana does not have the army <laughs> that Maduro has. And so anyways, uh, anyways, yeah, keep the DMs coming. Keep the emails coming. You can email us at the Wicked Planet Podcast at gmail.com. Come join the Telegram chat. You all know the rest, folks. You know the drill. Dave, thank you so much for taking the time to drive up here. It's wow. always always a pleasure to have you in the studio. I look, look forward to doing it again very soon. Okay, everybody. Boom. We're out of here. Until next time. Ron from New England, signing off. Buckley. <laughs> out. <laughs>